This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday the 23rd of December. Justin, the astrology industry has been going bananas during the pandemic. Humans have been turning to their horoscopes. And the space is now worth around $2.2 billion. And growing. Nice. Very nice. Flux fam, saving money at this time of the year ain't easy. But it is still pretty important. So our new game, Win The Week, can help you save. If you save $25 this week and crack a seven digit code, you can win $250,000. And three winners walk away with 100 bucks guaranteed every single week. So with Flux, you can save money to win money. Check out the link in the show notes or head to www.flux.finance. Justin, three really inspiring stories today. Let's do it. For our first, Australian activewear brand Lorna Jane Mm -hmm. is being taken to court for trying to sell clothes that the company said could protect a against coronavirus. (laughs) This one is pretty out there. What is the story? Okay, Lorna Jane was founded all the way back in 1990 Mm -hmm. and now has over 100 stores across Australia, the US, New Zealand. But back in July this year, Lorna Jane claimed on its website that it's antivirus activewear (laughs) prevented and protected against infectious diseases. Um, What? Supposedly now they're trying to compete with Pfizer, Moderna, (laughs) Oxford University. And as a result, Lorna Jane has been fined almost $40,000 by the Therapeutic Goods Administration. But Brett, now another watchdog wants to take them down. Yep, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission is taking the company to the federal court over these alleged false or misleading claims. So what's the key learning here? Consumers often trust well-known brands and assume that their marketing claims are backed up by solid evidence. Mm -hmm. The ACCC is focused on claims that were made during the pandemic that could have Mm. misled consumers. Now the ACCC knows that Some companies have been seeking to take advantage of the crisis. They also know that some companies have been engaging in a little illegal naughtiness to make a little (laughs) bit of money from the pandemic. You know, like Pete Evans claiming waves of energy can cure COVID, (laughs) I guess. And it must be said, Lorna Jane kind of gave the impression that their claims were based on scientific evidence. And this just probably wasn't the case. Mm -mm. For our second story, highly regarded homegrown investment company Magellan has invested $87 million into Guzmany Gomez. (laughs) Very interesting move here between these Mm -hmm. two. Tell me more, Justin. Okay, we know Guzmany Gomez as the fast-growing burrito and taco chain. With Mm drive-ins. And Guzmany Gomez is expecting sales to be up around 30% this year at around $400 million. But FluxFam, Magellan, you probably haven't heard Mm -hmm. of. But let's just say they're a pretty big deal in... In Australian investment circles. They manage more than $100 billion of investments. And now Magellan's $86.6 million investment means it has a 10% stake in Guzmany Gomez. Meaning Guzman has a valuation of around $800 million. That's a whole lot of burritos. (laughs) Mm. So what's the key learning here? Magellan has a very nice history and track record of investing in the fast food space. And now it's hungry, hungry for more. Get this, Brett. Magellan has made more than seven times its money on its investment in a fast fast food brand named Yum Brands. The same Yum Brands that owns KFC, Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. Not to mention Magellan's investment in Macca's, which is fair to say has also made them Mm -hmm. a lot of money. Now for context, Chipotle, the US-based Mexican chain, is worth almost $50 billion. And Guzman, which also has Mexican vibes, has (laughs) almost 150 stores, including in Singapore Mm -hmm. and Japan. And that is why Magellan, with its experience and knowledge in the fast food space, is pretty excited about Mm -hmm. Guzman's ambitions for a worldwide financial fiesta? (laughs) 
For our third and final story, sales at Nike will be better than expected this quarter after another big rise in online sales mm. thanks to COVID-weary shoppers. Tell you what, the strength of this brand is on show this Christmas. Mm-hmm. So what is the story? Okay, Nike is the world's biggest athletic apparel company and COVID lockdowns have pushed people to take up new activities that they never thought that would take up like <laughs> running. But not only are people shopping with Nike, Brett, mm-hmm. they've also been logging into Nike's workout apps big time. But for me, the real story is that Nike's digital sales have mm. jumped 84%. So what's the key learning here? The time and money that Nike has invested in e-commerce channels over the last few years have really paid off. And it's given Nike a really big competitive edge over its rivals like Adidas. Nike's user experience is streets ahead of its competitors. And Justin, then you chuck in its focus on gathering customer data, mm-hmm. which has really helped Nike target the right consumers. And Brett, with all of this right on the table, you can see why Nike's latest earnings suggest that its direct-to-consumer strategy Mm -hmm. is working really well. Yeah. Flux fam, newsflash. With Flux, you can save money to win money. All you need to do is save 25 bucks this week and crack a seven-digit code to win 250,000 big ones. Think of your Christmas with that. Did I mention three winners walk away with 100 bucks guaranteed every week? So check out the link in the show notes or head to www.flux.finance. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow for our last episode of the year.